Welcome into DC On Screen episode 415. This is our DC TV news episode of the week. I'm your host, David C. Robertson. This is my co-host, Jason Goss. Hello. Alright, so um uh, I guess we'll we'll jump right into it. Uh Gotham. So Bruce Powell, he who plays Butch, uh to comicbook.com says i think the producers wisely tell us actors very little so if they had planned it for a long time i certainly didn't know about it it's very exciting and look the truth is i don't know very much about what's coming next and that's the thing about gotham it keeps you guessing so you've got to stay tuned to see that was a cool reveal and i was surprised by how many people knew who cyrus gold was i mean i knew but it's kind of been my business for the last three years I was amazed on social media that people were freaking out right away. I would get the text about three quarters of the way through the show that, oh no, you're dead, and then like ten minutes after that, wait, what? I got a lot of those over the course of the finale night. So that's really cool. (laughs) So Sean Pertwee uh, is reminding us that the Graysons are still around. Uh, He says, uh, Mary Grayson was pregnant when we saw her in the circus episode with Jerome, and presumably that's Robin there in the tummy. We'll see if that comes back around. I was uh, referring to the season one episode uh, that introduced Jerome, the blind fortune teller. Over to The Flash, there have been some casting calls for The Flash season four. Uh, The Thinker, male, 40 to 50, any ethnicity. After being caught in the particle accelerator explosion, Clifford DeVoe uh, became an extremely intelligent metahuman, a super genius whose plans to fix all he sees wrong with humanity. Um... Uh, that's a regular for season four. Then they also have uh, the mechanic, female, 30 to 40, any ethnicity, uh, an extremely intelligent engineer who will design devices for Clifford DeVoe, basically DeVoe's right hand. She'll support DeVoe no matter the consequences as a recurring guest. Uh, Ralph Dibney, this is exciting. The elongated man. I'm really happy about Ralph Dibney. (laughs) Uh, Hell yes. Male, mid to late 30s, any ethnicity, a Ryan Reynolds or Chris Pratt type, Ralph is able to drastically change the shape of his body, but is having a difficult time changing his ways. Will most likely be comedic relief for the season. Um, says major recurring guest star could come back in season five. Uh, there are some set photos out there that show Wally in the red suit. I gotta say the, the only flat, the only the, problem though I I have with elongated uh, man is it sounds a little like Plastic Man. That description alone well yeah yeah like i i, I kind of well, wonder both, if we're gonna they were, uh, go all ill you know i don't know it still rings it still rings true for a long man honestly it does it does in a lot of ways i it it's hmm. i it, it's by no by no definition wrong i i just um i don't know the irreverence mm-hmm. in in particular I, I wonder if it's not that thing anyway <laughs> Over to Arrow, Black Canary will get a love interest. It says, uh, sorry, EP Wendy Miracle says, uh, about Earth 2's Black Canary romantic possibilities, I would say yes for that, but I'm not going to tell you with who, because that's a fun story we're very excited about. Not Diggle. That's what's so much fun. Um, Whatever. I don't know why that's... Okay, whatever. Um, (laughs) That's a good thing. Wendy Miracle on... uh, whether the possibility of redemption will be uh, will be part of Black Siren's season six story, I don't know if there's any question about whether or not the idea of redemption will come up. It has to. Her father is there. Oliver is there. Everyone is going to be asking whether or not it's possible to find a little piece of Laurel, the Laurel Lance they knew and loved, in there somewhere. Well, you can just you know 
coax it out with a uh, half a glass of wine and some baby aspirin. Mm. <laughs> um, the classic way. Over to uh, yeah, that's how you make me good again. Stephen Amell's season six hopes for Oliver. He says, obviously the Oliver queen that a lot of people know from the comics, if they were familiar with that character before they were familiar with my iteration of the character is a lot more, I guess, idealistic, politically driven a little bit and funny. He smiles. The character that we met in season one had just gone through a horrific series of events. Now he's a little bit more well-adjusted. I would hope that as that happens, that the character will uh, still gets to evolve a little bit. I think that, would push him more towards the areas that people are familiar with in the comics. A sense of humor, a lightheartedness. Fingers crossed, Amel. He smiles. Now, he also, yeah, he also talked about uh, himself as a father in this show. He says, William is a very important part of season six, how Oliver adjusts to being a dad, how the people around him adjust to, be, to him being a dad, how the people around him adjust to William is a central and integral part of season six. He's really, sorry, it's really, it's a lot about family. They also um, they released a an official picture of uh, Dinah Drake's new season six uh, black canary costume. So I guess she survives the island, and she looks pretty badass. Yeah, it's pretty badass. Yeah, I dig it. Uh, so Deadline is reporting uh, on Akiva Goldsman's uh, production slate including info on the upcoming Teen Titans live-action series. The series will premiere with 13 episodes, no word on runtime yet. He also just he just uh, signed like an exclusive deal with Paramount, so he's leaving Warner Brothers. I wonder if that means that he's leaving Titans. That's going to have to... We'll, we'll see. Yeah, I don't really know yet. I don't, I don't know how that works on television, yeah. the television side. Uh, so there are some DC shows leaving Netflix in August, August 1st. Justice League, Justice League Unlimited, and Young Justice will no longer be available to stream on Netflix, so soak it up while you can. I did, and went ahead and finished Young Justice. Justice. I said that weird the first time. <laughs> or I thought I did, and it wasn't. Um, <laughs> also. So, yeah. Hmm? Also that. So, uh, over on Injustice... You know what, before we actually leave uh, TV, there was a bunch of Black Lightning news that wasn't really news. It was just stuff that the producers had already said before. They they did, uh, one of the producers did a um, did a big interview where he just kind of repeated himself a lot. Yeah. So we just kind of skipped that, because why? Go listen to our other shows. <laughs> um, we do that yeah. too. Yeah. So, uh, Black Manta looks like it might be coming to Injustice 2. NetherRealm Studios creative director Ed Boon talked about a silhouette in a recent Injustice 2 interview. He pointed out the similarity of Black Manta and went so far as to say there's a chance he could appear in a coming DLC. And also, uh, if you haven't noticed, Sub-Zero is now playable. Uh, and really, the last piece of news we have for this episode is that the Dark Knight trilogy is getting a 4K treatment. Uh, Chris Nolan recently revealed he's remastering some of his older work. This will include the Dark Knight trilogy. No work and no word yet on a time frame, but Nolan seems excited. He says he's personally involved in the remastering process. Nice. Yeah, I mean, you know. I, I <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I We we have our problems with the, the trilogy, but it wasn't shot poorly. I mean, no, it's probably going to be gorgeous once he's done with it. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I yeah. 
there's so many things I could say, but I'm just, I don't want to. I don't want to get into it. <laughs> I, I don't know. There, there are jokes in my head about watching Bruce Wayne stop being Batman. Oh, there's in, too many glorious 4K. Problems. But whether yeah. it'll look well, um, eh, it'll look good and well. Yeah. It'll look so good when John Blake miraculously finds Jim Gordon in the sewer. Yeah. But you won't you won't find yourself thinking, oh, man. I this wish looks this, terrible. I yeah. wish this looked better. It'll look so good, it'll almost make you forget that John Blake shouldn't have psychic powers that tells him that Bruce Wayne is Batman from a look. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so stunning it'll make up yeah. for the fact that Commissioner Gordon had sepsis and shouldn't have been commanding the police force in the hospital. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. I, I promise. I'm going to stop. We, we, we've talked for hours about the failings of that, that last part. I know. I know. I know. I know. You know, Nolan was actually just recently talking and complaining about... Um, how uh, how studios still aren't giving directors a choice on film versus digital, and how he thought that he would like make his movies and like be a big success and like show the world that film should still be a thing, and uh, and that none of that has happened, and he's just really annoyed and upset by it. I I really this may piss off some people, but it's true. Um, no one cares. Yeah, no one gives a fuck. Uh, when, when you go watch a uh, a film in a theater, like opening weekend, uh-huh. it looks the same. It just does. Yeah. To the average person. I mean. I mean it, don't get me wrong. Like, there, there are gradations of everything. And, oh, yeah, it absolutely is better in certain aspects to, to have higher quality. But. <laughs> That's not even true anymore, though. Not really. It's really not true anymore. You can't tell the difference. And, like, most of the time when these auteur directors, quote-unquote auteur directors, yeah. shoot on film, yeah. they scan it into a freaking computer, so it's all digital. And it's fine. You're not fooling me. Like, you just shot it on film and spent way more money. It, now, I mean, I guess if Nolan is sitting in a bay somewhere like with a pair of scissors and some tape and, and snipping his, his, ta- his film together, <laughs> whatever. Uh, but you know what? You're still going to scan it, and you're going to put it into a little flash drive that's going to be taken to the movie and played on a computer because they don't have proper, like, they don't oh, actually have yeah. film reel projections even, even anymore. Even that is just, uh, even that is an internet phenomenon. Yeah, which, you know what? Nolan has actually, like, thrown his own money in, supposedly, to actually get... Uh, reel-to-reel projectors back in, but it's just not going to happen. It's not. It's not feasible. It's not cost feasible. It's just not. No. And, and digital is so good now; it doesn't matter. Yeah. They've done the A/B test, and people who and directors who claimed they could tell couldn't tell. <laughs> yeah. And that was that. That actually, that information came from like Vince Gilligan, who actually said, "I prefer film. We shot Breaking Bad on film." But you know what? If I'm being honest, <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> so anyway yeah <laughs> there's the long history of like CD sampling and and, and uh. hey is this CD representative of the album that you were trying to record yeah it's totally but but for 99% it's pretty much what we wanted to do uh huh well, I mean, for an artist to actually get that much of what they wanted to do down anyway, that's pretty fantastic. I mean, yeah. I don't know. You know, what goes on in my head is not exactly ever what it winds up on a piece of paper or on 
uh, you know, uh, film. Uh, you know, a very few, uh, very few things that I've ever created have gotten that close. <laughs> sure. Sadly, I think Cal's Codpiece Emporium was one of the ones that got really close. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. Anyway, uh, I don't know. Are we done? Is yeah, this it? I'll call it. Is this the end? You call it? All right. It's the end of everything. Uh, yeah. Until next so anyway. time. anyway. <laughs> there really wasn't a lot of news. Uh, a lot of reiterations and stuff, but we'll, we'll be, uh, well, it'll be crazy next week. We'll have a lot of D, uh, SDCC stuff, and uh, we might even have a Young Justice review flowing around on, on the interwebs there for you guys. So uh, You can find every episode at dconscreen.com. Go hang out with us, uh, or come hang out with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Look for us, DC On Screen or DC On Screen Podcast, whatever, what have you. Um, hey there. Yep. Uh, leave us a voicemail. <clears throat> 205-259-6331 leave us a voicemail we'll play it on the show and um, until next time keep some DC on your screen 